I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my up- Upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi, my name is Michael, and I'm 18 years old. I'm going to tell you the story about the time when I was on a video call with my girlfriend, and things got really out of hand. So basically, my girlfriend Astrid and I are in a long-distance relationship. We've been together since high school, but college led to different states, and we had to separate. However, we decided to keep our relationship long-distance because we were too deeply in love to end things. Sure, such a relationship has its insecurities and all, but Astrid and I trust each other, and we never really faced any problems. We used to talk to each other all the time through Skype and kept each other updated on all our activities. It never felt like we were really apart. Even though this concept of long distance was new to us at all, we were getting through it pretty smoothly. One day, when I got back home from college, I Skyped Astrid like every day. She instantly connected with me and I smiled, but my smile fell when I saw her pale face. Hey, are you okay? I asked her in concern. It's nothing serious, so you don't have to worry. My professor is sick, so our classes were cancelled. She replied, It's just that I've been stuck inside my home for days and it's taking a toll on me. I feel super bored these days. We have no idea when our classes are going to resume, so yeah. I shook my head. You should have told me sooner. I didn't have any idea about this. It's nothing serious, though, she insisted. Anyway, how was your day? And just like that, Astrid changed the topic, and we started talking about other things. And it really did seem to take her mind off things. I was giving her suggestions about what she could do in her free time when suddenly her phone went off. Oh, she stared at the screen. Michael, I have to take this call. I'll call you later. She waved me a goodbye and clicked something on her laptop. I was waiting for the call to disconnect, but it never happened. Astrid had accidentally clicked the wrong key and the call didn't disconnect. But obviously Astrid thought that I wasn't on the call anymore. She had pushed the laptop to the side, but I could still see her very clearly, just a different angle. I don't know why, but I was debating with myself if I should disconnect the call or or just keep it on. Maybe it was just because I was curious as to who it was that Astrid was talking to on the phone. I mean, why did she seem so eager and excited and didn't hesitate to brush me off? Okay, maybe I was just overthinking things now. It was wrong to invade her privacy like this, I know. I was about to disconnect the call when I heard something that made me stop. Yeah, I miss you so much, Astrid was saying over the phone. Why don't you come over to my house now? I mean, I'm free. It's not like I have a boyfriend here who will disturb us. I was shocked. 
to say the least. Okay, yeah, she was right about her boyfriend not being there because I was in a different state, but why did she say it as if she was cheating on me? I shook my head. No, I trust her. But I couldn't disconnect now until I saw for myself who she called over. Astrid spent some time setting up her hair and makeup while waiting for this special person. She was so distracted she hadn't even glanced in the direction of her laptop, not even once. A few minutes later, she left the room and came back in with another girl. So I mentally sighed in relief. Okay, she was just having a friend over. I had worried for nothing. Hey, I missed you, her friend was saying. It's been so long. I know, right? Astrid replied, pulling her to the bed beside her. I couldn't stop thinking about you, Astrid, her friend said seriously, and I frowned. Why was she acting so strange? Astrid chuckled nervously. Now you're exaggerating. You need to get a boyfriend and stop thinking about me. But what if I don't want to? Her friend asked, getting closer to Astrid. I wanted to yell at her to stop, but I couldn't expose myself. And I couldn't do anything, just sit there and watch helplessly as Astrid's friend suddenly kissed her. Astrid seemed to be a bit shocked, but didn't protest, and I felt my heart falling. What was happening? How? Just minutes ago, I, I was talking to Astrid. And now this? Astrid pulled away first. Brianna, this, this is wrong. I have a boyfriend. But he doesn't have to find out, Brianna said. I couldn't believe my ears. How could she say that? But I love him, Astrid said uncertainly. Don't tell me you didn't feel anything right now, Brianna replied. You think you love your boyfriend, but that's not really the case. You're just holding on to him, Astrid. Why was this Brianna girl brainwashing Astrid like this? The frustrating thing was that I couldn't even do anything at that moment. I, I think that you may be right, Astrid said. I need to rethink my relationship with Michael. And to be honest, long distance is pretty tough for me. I want a normal relationship. Brianna smiled at Astrid and said a few more stupid things before leaving. I disconnected the call in anger. It's been three days since then and Astrid hasn't contacted me. She doesn't pick up my calls either. I can't leave to go see her in person. I'm so lost right now. What should I do? How should I fix things? I don't want to lose Astrid. I remember five years ago, if you would have asked me if I could imagine myself living a life like this, I would have answered no. Back then, I was just Dalton, a simple guy who lived a simple life, working 9 to 5 as a car wash attendant. I had a girlfriend then. Her name was Whitney. We were happy for a time, until she got hooked on reality shows. From that moment on, all she wanted was to be one of those girls, spending money and owning stuff she didn't need. She didn't work. Not that she couldn't find a job, just that she didn't feel like it was befitting of her. I started working while going to high school. I didn't have the luxury of the pride that Whitney had. We were poor, and I needed the money to help my grandma. But with a girl like Whitney as my girlfriend, I only got to keep half my pay. Sometimes, I would even be flat out broke because of her. Whitney loved her shiny things, and she made it my duty to give them to her. If you're not buying me gifts, are you even my boyfriend? She would always say she'd leave me if I didn't give in to what she wanted, and I was afraid of losing her. I always thought she was special, and she had a beautiful voice. I started writing songs because of her, and whenever she'd sing my songs, I'd feel like the luckiest guy in the world. 
When she sang those songs, everyone's eyes and ears would be on her, and she loved the attention. Even when she would claim the songs were hers, I didn't mind. I knew she wanted to be famous, and if my songs were the way she could get her dreams, I would happily stay in the shadows and support her with all my heart. But everything changed when she finally got what she wanted. One day while performing at a school event, an agent came up to her and gave her his card. Two weeks later, a recording label signed her. I took her to prom, but the romantic night I had been dreaming of for years suddenly crumbled in front of me when I asked her to dance and she swatted my hand away. I can't be seen with you anymore. What? Why? I'm gonna be famous now. What will people say if they knew I was dating a car wash boy? Huh? What will my fans say? I... But I love you. That's not enough. I won't have you ruin my dream. You're a nobody, and that will never be worthy of me. Now, get lost. Everyone saw, and everyone heard her break up with me at prom. I cried. It broke my heart. Every day, that moment was all I could think of. I was always so distracted that I got fired from my only job, and my old boss didn't give me a good reference, so I found it hard to get another job. The only person who was kind enough to hire me was some guy who lived in a mansion who took me in as a pool boy. He was barely there, which was great. I basically got paid to hang out in an expensive house. In just a year, Whitney's career skyrocketed. She went to award shows, sang on TV, one of her songs even got used in a movie. I knew then I could never reach her. Until one day, she came into my life again. My producer boss told me he had a very important artist coming over and to make the pool area and the garden presentable. He had me put up streamers and dress up nice. There was going to be a party that day, and the guest of honor was Whitney. I almost fell over when I saw her come in. She looked nothing like she used to, and I felt a twinge in my heart. She barely noticed me. I doubt she even recognized me. They were celebrating her debut album's success. All of the songs in it were songs that I wrote for her. My name was never even mentioned in the credits. I overheard her and the producer talk about something, and it sounded like an argument. It's in your contract, Whitney. I know, I know, but I'm an artist. Art can't be rushed. All the label is asking for is one song, one snippet of a song. If you want to capitalize on your fame, you have to record your next album right now, or you'll just end up being a one-hit wonder. Whitney was struggling to write her next album. It wasn't a surprise since she didn't write the first one. Then, I saw them kiss. I guess that was how Whitney convinced the producer to have more patience. When Whitney finally saw me and recognized me, she cornered me. You, you have to keep this a secret, you hear? And you have to write me new songs. I... I'll pay you. But I couldn't simply do it anymore. She tore my heart in two. And now she wanted me to save her fake career? When I refused her, she had me fired. I guess if you're someone with a secret, you wouldn't want your secret keeper to be so close to the people who can end your career. For me, it was a record low. Did pool boys even get fired? How bad do you have to be as a pool boy to get fired? I was on my way to move back in with my parents when a limo stopped where I was walking. The window rolled down and I saw a beautiful woman beckon me towards her. The chauffeur stepped out and opened the door. Come in. I'll give you a ride.
My mom always warned me about stranger danger, but she didn't say some of the strangers were gonna be that hot. So, despite my doubts, I hopped into the limo, and when we started moving, the woman handed me a card and shook my hand. I'm Lola. I represent Somi Records. I've been watching you for a while now. What? I'll keep it direct to the point. I heard a rumor that Whitney didn't write her own songs. I make it a point to investigate my rivals, and I found out you were the songwriter. Why didn't you say anything? Uh, I don't, I don't know. I, I loved her, I guess. I'll offer you a hundred grand as an upfront payment if you sign with us. I couldn't speak. I just nodded my head. I couldn't believe any of it was real. And yet, when I opened my bank account when she dropped me off at home, the money was all there. I had to pick my jaw off the ground when I saw how many zeros there were. I spent the better part of a year writing songs. I got myself a penthouse downtown, and I bought my family an apartment next to mine. Lola gave me a complete makeover, and they marketed me as a singer-songwriter who plays guitar. And then, they released my first album. My debut single was an instant hit. I wrote that song about how Whitney used me and dumped me for fame. So many girls wrote me emails and slid into my DMs telling me my song broke their heart, and that my voice made them fall in love. Actresses and models threw themselves at my feet. Women who didn't even know my last name asked me to marry them. I was invited to award shows and TV programs. I went to red carpets and galas, and on my arm would always be Lola, the beautiful girl who changed my life. My album was nominated for an award, and that night a designer came to me personally and fitted a suit for me. Italian brands fought each other for the chance to make me wear their shoes and belts. And when I got off the limo to go to the red carpet, a hundred flashbulbs lit up and innumerable paparazzi yelled out my name. There were girls lining up the street chanting my name. I knew that I'd made it. A familiar voice called out my name, and I turned around. It was Whitney. You! Get out of my shot! The paparazzi are taking pictures of me! Go back to whatever limo you're driving and stop standing in the middle of the carpet! I could tell she no longer recognized me, so I just gave her a small bow and walked into the theater. Later that night, as the ceremony went on, a security guard approached the table next to us where Whitney sat. It turned out she'd gatecrashed the ceremony as she wasn't even invited. But Whitney loudly protested and made things awkward. She even told the guard she would have him fired, and so the guard let her be. I won the award for Best Album that night, and I made a speech that shocked everyone. I would like to thank a very special lady here tonight. If it wasn't for her, I wouldn't have had the inspiration for this hit song. I believe some of you would love to know who the song is about. Well, you all know her. It's none other than Whitney. Whitney stood up and began to make her way to the door, not wanting any part of the drama she caused. But before she could escape, the spotlight found her. And just then, her phone rang. And then 20 different notifications. Everyone else's phones began to beep. And I looked at mine. The reviews for Whitney's new album had dropped. It was the first one where she wrote all the songs. And the critics trashed it. News articles about it kept popping up and her horrible songs were trending on Twitter. She ran out of there humiliated, and Hollywood never saw her again. It was many years later, while I was waiting for our limo to arrive as I carried my son, that someone tapped me on the shoulder and I turned around to find Whitney. 
I hardly even recognized her. She was wearing tattered clothes and had dark circles under her eyes. Oh my god, how could you hide our baby from me all this time? She said it loud enough so that everyone on the street could hear. And when people recognized both of us, they started whispering, I need money. You have to pay me for taking our baby. But before she could go further, the limo door opened and my wife stepped out. Child, I don't know what fantasy world you live in, but that is my baby. I know, because I was there the day it happened. She took out a photo of us and our newborn baby and showed it to anyone who could see. Now, whatever scheme you're trying to pull, it won't work. Now go back to your sad, unremarkable life. Lola pulled me into the limo, but before we drove away, I rolled down the windows and smiled at Whitney. If you didn't lie so much, maybe things would have turned out differently for you. And with that, I kissed my beloved wife and our limo pulled away, leaving my ex-girlfriend speechless on the sidewalk. I'm Henry, and when I was a little boy, I realized I wanted a different life from what I knew. I was sick of all the rules. Every morning, a maid would wake me up by throwing all the curtains wide open. I needed to be at the breakfast table with my parents at 7.30 on the dot. I would get driven to Eton, and there I'd have a private tutoring session. The only thing I looked forward to at school were my friends. At around lunchtime, we'd eat together, and then I got to join in on our classes for the afternoon. I know some people don't like boarding schools, but I wish my parents would let me board instead of driving every day. I wanted freedom, I guess. A lot of people talk about it like it was some sort of magical thing. I never knew what that was like. My every move has been watched by people my whole life. From the moment I came into this world, the media, the country, the whole world even. I just wanted a normal life. I fantasized about having a normal high school experience, like what you see in those Hollywood movies. So, with the help of my friends, I ran away. They climbed up to my window and busted me out of the palace. Jude drove us to a private hangar and they put a disguise on me. Jude handed a wad of cash to his dad's pilot. I hugged all three of them and said my goodbyes. And just like that, I was in the air and on my way to Los Angeles to live out the life I'd always dreamed of. The first thing I saw when we landed was my face on the front page of every newspaper. Prince goes missing, the headlines said. Lucas arranged the place I would stay at. It was lucky that his family had a mansion there and they rarely visited it. Paul helped me too. He hacked into the U.S. government sites and faked my identity. He sent me a fake ID, a fake passport, and opened a bank account for me to which he transferred my money. He enrolled me into a high school nearby, and that very next Monday, I started my dream life. Everyone was excited about the kid who was transferring in the middle of sophomore year, and I made a bunch of friends. They were all curious about the accent. I got a job at a car wash. I knew I had to sell the idea that I was just a normal kid, and I didn't want anyone suspecting that I was rich. I rode a bike to school and never invited anyone to the house. I joined the rugby team, and that's where I met Damien. I had a bad feeling about him from the moment we met, and that was immediately confirmed when during tryouts he never even needed to play. I just saw his dad talking to the coach and he was immediately accepted. Not only that, he became the captain. The rookie got promoted on his first day. It was unbelievable. I started dating a girl who sat behind me in Spanish. Her name was Laura 
And I guess, for some reason, Damien considered me his rival. Probably because, even though he was the rugby captain, he was the worst player we had. And I was the best. Yo, introduce me to that girl you're seeing, and I'm gonna bench you the whole season. No thanks. Find your own girlfriend. <laughs> I don't like her, and I just want to see you squirm. Bugger off, Damien. Or what? What if I tell everyone your little secret, your majesty? It's your royal highness, you ignorant... Wait, what? Oh, yeah, I know all about you. I read the news, and your disguise is awful. Now give me your girl's number, or I'll ruin your little vacation. One phone call and your family will come scoop you up and take you back to where you belong. I had no choice, and I guess it turned out to be the right move. Because as soon as Laura found out that Damien was rich, she jumped ship like I was the Titanic, and she showed her true colors. I asked her to talk about it, but she dumped me in a text, told me she couldn't meet up because she had a family thing. Come to find out, she was at the same Halloween party as I was that very same night. Only, she had a date. Damien. Unsurprisingly, I was furious. Don't act so surprised, Henry. Did you really think I'd stay with you now that I know Damien wants me? You're literally penniless, an orphan, and you have a weird accent. Nobody really bothered with how I sounded until then. But when Laura said it, everyone laughed. And from that moment on, the kids at school would just chuckle every time I talked. They would imitate me, and they were bad imitations too. They spoke like chavs and not in the same accent as royalty like me would have. But I didn't want to stick out even more than I already did, so I just kept my head down and laughed it off. I wanted to live this life. I wanted the American high school experience that I saw in the movies. But when Damien took it too far, I had no other choice but to reveal who I was. We went to a lake for camp that year, and weird things kept happening. Kids complained that their stuff kept going missing, and it wasn't just small things either. One kid had a laptop stolen, another had her earrings taken from her while she was sleeping. About ten other kids got their phones stolen. Damien, with the help of my ex, spread rumors that I was the one taking the other kids' stuff during summer camp. He's the only poor one here. He works at a car wash. He clearly needs the money. Yeah, Damien's right. I couldn't just let it stand anymore. Why would I need your silly trinkets? I'm literally a prince. <laughs> He's delusional now too. Stop spewing nonsense and give us back what you stole or we'll call the cops. I'm Prince Henry. You have the internet. Google me. Everyone laughed at me and called me Loopy. Damien knew the truth, and he just kept lying and lying. I couldn't hold it in anymore. I lunged at him. We tussled and rolled around on the forest floor. You lying scumbag! Tell them! Tell them you know it's true! You cheat, you lie, and you manipulate my girlfriend to be with you, even though you don't even like her! What? Liar! Laura joined in on the scrap. She started pulling me away from Damien, and the crowd was closing in on me, demanding me to cough up their stuff that I didn't have. Enough! I thought I was hearing things. I thought I'd somehow teleported home. But when I looked up, it was really them. Jude, Lucas, and Paul were looking down at me, parting the crowd and reaching down to help me off the ground. How dare you treat a prince like this? Yeah, if we weren't in America, you lot would be charged with treason. What? Why are you here? 
We've got holidays too, mate, and what better way to spend them than to join you on your little adventure? I finally took my disguise off, and everyone gasped. They realized I wasn't lying. For some odd reason, people started bowing. Some curtsied. It was very weird. And at that perfect moment, Damien's bag burst. It must have torn from when we were rolling around in the dirt. And ten phones, a pair of earrings, and a few laptops were spewed everywhere. Even I was shocked. All along, it was him. The parents were called, but after scolding Damien for what he did, they didn't press charges. It was all thanks to his dad. He knelt in front of the parents and begged them not to ruin his son's future. It turns out they weren't rich anymore. Their dad had lost all their money in a pyramid scheme, and Damien was determined to keep up appearances so he would regularly steal and shoplift. The moment we heard that, Laura immediately broke up with him and came running back to me. But I rejected her, but she kept showing up at the mansion. One day, she managed to break in and found me, Lucas, Paul, and Jude lounging at the pool with all the popular girls who now wanted to date my friends and me. I... I'm sorry. It's all my fault. I was blinded by his promises, and I thought he was rich. Ah, a gold digger who admits it. Ha <laughs> ha, that's rare. You should defo get back with her. Okay, on one condition. Do everything I tell you. As you can see, this house is huge, and I'm gonna need a maid. Say that again. Your voice is music to my ears. And you said my accent was weird. What? No. No, your accent isn't weird. I love your accent. All right, go fetch me a bottle of water. Chop, chop. She ran faster than I'd ever seen anyone do so. And when she returned, she was carrying a bucket of ice, from which she fished out several brands of the fanciest of bottled waters. I made her clean the house for an entire week. I made her cook me breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I made her walk my dogs, and she did all of that with a smile. But I knew her real motives. She thought she could land a prince and become a duchess. That's all she was after. So, after I'd punished her thoroughly, I locked her out of the mansion. I stationed 20 guards to make sure she never broke in again. I posted photos of her desperately waving at me from outside the gate. She became a laughingstock. The most satisfying thing was having celebrities over and dating a movie star while Laura watched from afar. The life she could have had if she wasn't so obsessed with fame and fortune. I did fall in love during my time in America. She was a simple girl from the country. She grew up on a farm and had no evil ambitions. Her name was Stacy, and when she and her family visited me at Lucas's mansion, I made sure I kissed her as Laura watched, and I saw the hope in her eyes fade as she regretted every decision she made. Ms. Lopez was easily the best-looking teacher at our school. So sometimes I gave her compliments, like, Miss Lopez, you look stunning today. Oh, thank you. That means a lot coming from a handsome boy like you. She gave me a kiss on my cheek, and my classmates were shocked. How could a teacher flirt so openly with her student? Well, for the school's Christmas party, Miss Lopez came dressed like a stripper Santa. I'm not exaggerating. The principal even made her change her outfit because it was too short. That's the kind of woman she was. But then I failed my Spanish exam and asked Miss Lopez if she would let me pass the course anyway. She responded, Okay, let's make a deal. 
I will give you a B-plus on your report card if you give me a compliment that makes me blush. Oh, <laughs> well, that's easy, Miss Lopez, because you are so beautiful that I would date you even if you were my own daughter. I wondered if I had gone too far, but she <laughs> bursted out laughing and said, You little perv, you have such a dirty mind. But okay, I'll let you pass the course. Maybe we flirted too much, though, because rumors spread that Miss Lopez and I were having an affair. The guys thought it was cool and gave me props, but one girl couldn't take it. My annoying girlfriend, Whitney. She completely freaked out when Miss Lopez told me, I can't believe you haven't found a girlfriend yet. You are such a cutie. I am his girlfriend! And now stop hitting on him, you shameless tramp! What? He is dating you? What a shame. He could do so much better. If that wasn't mean enough, Miss Lopez asked me to stay for a private talk after class. Problem was that Whitney refused to leave my side. She said, You are just a sad old lady who can't find a guy. That's why you're trying to steal my boyfriend away from me. <laughs> oh, I can have any man I want. But your boyfriend and I have a special connection. I just can't get him out of my mind. As revenge, Whitney drew an unflattering caricature of her on the blackboard. When Miss Lopez saw it, she immediately said, Whitney, did you draw that? Huh? Why? Does the drawing remind you of someone? Look, if you have a problem with my clothing style, just tell it to my face. That's not a style. It's an embarrassment. Well, why don't we ask the guys? Hey, listen up. If you think I'm better dressed than Whitney, please raise your hand. All the boys sided with Miss Lopez, and Whitney got so mad, I had to stop her from throwing her water bottle at her. And the following week, we went on a three-day class trip. We wanted to do a canoe tour, so Miss Lopez split us up into teams of two. When I was left without a partner, she said, Looks like we are together, my cutie. No way! My boyfriend stays with me! Actually, I am the teacher, and I get to decide. Whitney threw a huge tantrum, and Miss Lopez was forced to call her parents so they would pick her up. But first, Whitney took me aside and said, Promise me to stay away from that witch! I can't. She's my teacher. And I am your girlfriend, and you do what I tell you to do! But of course I didn't. The canoe tour was awesome. Miss Lopez wore a hot sundress, and we had a nice chat. There's something wrong with your girlfriend. Yeah, she's kind of annoying. Have you ever dated a real woman? Not just a girl? I don't think so. Not yet. Well, I think I can change that. What do you think? Can you put some sunscreen on my shoulders? Touching and massaging her skin felt so good. But we didn't go any further. Not even a little kiss. Only on the last night of our trip, Miss Lopez came to my bed and whispered, I want you to act sick tomorrow morning, so we can stay here another night while everyone else drives home. She didn't have to ask twice. I pretended to have a bad stomachache, and then Miss Lopez came into the dorm, saying, Oh, my poor baby, you look awful. You are not fit to go in the bus and drive home. But don't worry, I will take care of you. It was perfect. Once everyone was gone, Ms. Lopez put her arms around me and kissed me on my mouth. We kept going for hours until I got a message from Whitney asking, Why didn't you come back home? You were sick! Of course I didn't respond. Ms. Lopez was more important than my girlfriend. 
But in the evening, we went to a pub, and that's when Whitney stormed in. She threw Miss Lopez to the ground and screamed. There you are, seducing teenagers! You should go to prison for the rest of your life! Stop it, Whitney. I'm 18. Miss Lopez and I can do whatever we want. Yeah, listen to your boyfriend. He likes me more than you. She leaned over and started kissing me again. It was so good, but then Whitney pulled Ms. Lopez's hair again, and they started fighting over me. It was a lot of fun to watch, but I had to separate them. Whitney, go home. I'm breaking up with you. Ha! Huh, you lost. Your boyfriend chose me because I'm way hotter than you. That's when Whitney started crying. I felt bad and wanted to give her a hug, but Ms. Lopez stepped between us and threw her beer all over Whitney. You get what you deserve, chica. Then Miss Lopez took me to her room and we made out until sunrise. It was the best night of my life, even though I still felt guilty. When I got back home, I immediately messaged Whitney. I'm sorry for how I treated you and I hope I haven't hurt you too badly. She responded with photos of Miss Lopez's car. The windows were smashed and the whole car was covered in graffiti with nasty words on it. I guess women are just crazy when it comes to dating men. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.